Toyota Go subscription on remote start? This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash macvoices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is Mac Voices Live. It's Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you here with us in the chat room live. But if you can't, that's fine. You can make your comments through email after the fact when the show hits the uh, the Mac Voices feeds. We have a number of topics to dance around tonight, um, and we have a very full panel to do that dancing. So let's find out who's here. First up, after a I, I, an absence has been way too long. We're just so happy to have Frank Petrie back. Frank, good to have you. Thanks so much. Oh, well, I'm glad to be here. It's, I'm glad to be anywhere at this point. So, Yeah, well, it's, it's good, good to out. have you. Yep, we missed you. We missed you. I missed being here. I miss you guys. Well, that's a little frightening, but anyway. Um, no, yeah, I got to get out more often, I think. <laughs> you really do. You really do. David Ginsburg is here as well. David, good to see you. Good to see you. Great to be back. We uh, missed you last week, and I'm glad we're back this week. And uh, this will be some lively conversation tonight. You know, it. I, I'm living in a time warp because I, I honestly forgot that, uh, and that's why it feels so different. That you know, I was I was off last week doing some traveling. So yeah, yeah, def, definitely good to be back in the saddle. No question. Yep. Guy Searle is back this time with a different microphone, one that uh, a lot what? of us are using. Shocking. So, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A different mic for Guy? Oh, wow. he's gonna get rid we, of should, we should all move up so we can see that you have the same mic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. We're starting a club. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is a pretty good endorsement for Rode, yeah. actually. Rode, yeah. <laughs> a monthly mic club. <laughs> microphones. Yeah. Hair, hair club yeah. microphones. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do? Sure. Show that we'll show the hair guy in that case. I mean, come I on. think yeah, I'm the only hair. one with the really hairy microphone guy. <laughs> that's that's true, Brittany. That's true. <laughs> Brittany has some mic cozy. No, 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 no. That's a good segue. <laughs> I'm just not gonna go there. No, Jeff Gamut is here though. Jeff, good to have you. It's awesome to be here, and uh, and now knowing that you weren't uh, here doing the show last week explains why I felt like the the conversation just didn't have the same energy. Yeah, that's true. You were here all by yourself. Yeah, oh. but you know, no one argued with me, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, except with yourself, probably. Oh well, yeah, that too. But was older, and so are you. <laughs> Jim Ray is here as well. Jim, good to have you. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're Jim, not this sure. Is why I love you. No, no abuse. No nothing. Wow. wow. Yeah. Impressive. Right to it. <laughs> good to go. Brittany Smith. Yeah, you brought up the hairy microphone this time. A fuzzy microphone. I did not. I did not. I, I feel like Guy brought it up. So. Okay. Just, just, just so it's many ways I can go with this, but I'm going to be good. You yeah, should please do. Huh. 
Yeah. But but for the folks that are keeping score, this time I did not bring it up first. Well, I Brittany brought it now. up first. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Warren. Oh, Christmas. Welcome. Christmas. We haven't seen you for a while. Warren Squire is back. I was here last week. I must have just <laughs> right before Jeff. You and Jeff. <laughs> we just missed each other, Jeff. We could, that uh, that explains it. Ships it passing in the night. My, yeah. Usually so I can't podcast when my wife is home, and she's been traveling this week and last week. And last week I was generally upset that you didn't have a show. So uh, it's good to be here. So um, thanks. Yeah. Yep. Good to have you back. And joining us just a little after the fact, but always welcome, is Kelly Gamont. Kelly, welcome. Hi. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to see you. Everything good? I see your Christmas tree in the background. Okay, you see a tiny portion of it. You have no oh. idea. Job of oh. the tree. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I have seen this glory. Job of the tree. Is there something, no. Roy? Something in it's moving. Like right at the edge. What is that? <laughs> Much of it is moving. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot. There, there's a lot happening over there uh, on the downstairs Christmas tree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe... Maybe if you're good, I'll join from my phone and take you for a tour. This is all the uh, the presents that Chuck bought us for the uh, gift guide. They're all in the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, Kelly, yeah, right. is that the short attention span Christmas tree? Because you can be like, oh, look at this, and look at that. Oh, and look at this, and there's that. It kind of is, yeah. Nice. What are we talking about? <laughs> That's right, Mike. <laughs> Squirrel. Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, Kelly, I do have the impression just from what I could see that it might be able to be seen from space. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> Don't confuse it with a moon. No, okay. <laughs> <Don't Bezos. laughs> no moon. <laughs> and one more joining. This is quite a party tonight. Uh, Mark Fuccio uh-huh. has just signed in. Wow. <laughs> Mark, it's great to have you. Hello. Hello, everyone. I don't know who's here, but uh, I'm sure to find out in short order. Oh, you will. There's there's a whole lot of people you know. Full house. A whole lot right. of people you know. Kelly oh, man. So I wanted to start the, the, the thing off. Just This is a completely <clears throat> non, um, non-Apple, non-technical kind of thing. But I, it bothers me a little bit. I'm going to put the link in the chat rooms in a, in a minute. Um, but there's a, a story out that, um, hang on, I, I will take a second and throw it in on Engadget about Toyota making their wireless uh, car starter now a subscription model. And this really, this kind of got me a, a bit because I'm, I'm always a defender of subscription models because I think developers need to be paid and things need to be constantly kept up from a security and a function standpoint. And that's one reason I don't have a problem with subscriptions. This, on the other hand, really did bug me because it's like if you get a car starter, it either works or it doesn't. And, you know, that just seemed way out of bounds. Now, we did have, I want to make sure I get this in here. Um, our friend Peter Cohn, who could not be here tonight, did provide a comment on this that he and I, I could <laughs> Can not Can you read it this. on the air? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said that this <laughs> is a function of 3G being sunset because that radio spectrum has been reallocated for 5G. But he also, I, I don't want to put words in Peter's mouth as if he would ever let me do that. But, um, <laughs> you know, Toyota's sin is slipstreaming customers into a paid service instead of grandfathering them. Um, this just, I don't know, this just felt bad to me and it feels like it sets a very bad precedent for subscription services of any kind. 
Then Warren, you chimed in though, and I would like some details on this. As a Tesla owner, you seem to say that this is something that is common. Is that true? For me to have a well, for me to have a garage door opener in my Tesla, I need to pay three hundred dollars for that. Um, if I want to make my or is that yes, I'll get uh, just let it go. And then if I want to make my car faster, that's you know a subscription. You you gotta buy that. Same with the full self driving. Everything's everything that car does is is subscription. Uh, my son uh, got a, a Chevy and it came with OnStar. And you get a couple mm-hmm. months of OnStar. And with OnStar, there's things you could do like um, remote start. I might actually be even one of them. Remote unlock. Uh, uh, and I think remote unlock too. Is that it? You yeah, unlock right, remote unlock. Yep. So there's things you could do from uh, OnStar that you can't do without OnStar. And we didn't renew the subscription because uh, uh, reasons uh, he went away. But there you go. There's a car company that Take, took away feature, you know, because of subscription. The difference here is they had it for free. And well, then- OnStar is a service. I mean, there's, you know, call centers and, you know, I, I think that's kind of, years. you know, justifiable, you know, and it's always been, you had to pay for it. Like maybe you got a year free with the car or something like that. Right. But um, yeah, this Toyota thing, it's like, there's no server involved. It's not even communicating with Toyota. Um, they've just decided to monetize this. I, I, this kind of reminds me of, and I don't, I'm not sure what whether this stuck, but I, I know a while ago, um, BMW like decided that you were going to have to have a subscription to use CarPlay, even though BMW really had nothing to do with it. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, I was reading these stories. 3G is sunsetting, and that's going to affect a lot of cars, and some manufacturers are better than others. Toyota is one of the bad ones. They're basically just telling uh, all the car customers that have cars that have 3G capabilities, sucks to be you. Um, that stuff's just going to stop working. Some manufacturers are providing upgrades. Um, in some cases, you have to pay like $100 or $200 to upgrade to 4G. Um, and some manufacturers, including Toyota, are just saying, nope, that, you know, your car no longer has that that feature. But I think this um, key thing is, it's just a coincidence that that's coming up at the same time. I don't think it's actually because of the 3G sunset. Jeff, you went in on this. And, uh, you know, I and just to, to follow up on Jim's comment, yeah, you know, if if something is no longer supported, and I'm trying to think of a good example, and this is a terrible example, but I'll do it anyway, that if you had an 8-track deck in your car and, you know, you can no longer buy 8-tracks, okay, fine. Then, you know, yeah, that's not the car manufacturer's problem. So if the spectrum has been reallocated, then do a one-time charge. Yeah, fine. We have to put in a new piece to give you the function back. I have no issue with that. But to say, yo, we're going to hit you for 8 bucks a month, you know, so you can remote start your car, I don't know. Jeff, there's got to be more to it than that. There's more to it than that. Okay, so we have two different things happening here. The first thing is people are having to start paying for a subscription to do the remote uh, start feature on uh, on uh, different Toyota models. So Toyota started charging people a subscription 
to uh it, okay i can't think it looks like i'm having an earthquake i'm not i'm actually having an office manager assistant issue <laughs> okay that wasn't jelly was it uh no but it, it was uh uh jelly's favorite uh, cosplay fan cat <laughs> Um, okay, so um, the the first thing we have going on is that uh, the remote start feature is something that that uh, Toyota started charging for in 2018, but it comes with three years for free. So that means the first wave of people that got this feature where it was a subscription are now going to uh, have to uh, either start paying for it or lose the feature, and. Um, uh, then the other thing that's going on is that we have the 3G, 5G thing. And uh, and yes, uh, Jim is totally right. Um, Toyota is not going to offer any sort of upgrade or part replacement service to take the cars that are using 3G for that connectivity and bring them up to, to 5G or, or, or 4G. Or four Gs, something that's not three G. Something that works. Yeah, something that will work. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, on one hand, that sucks. Uh, on the other hand, I'm I'm thinking that Toyota, when they design this, the, their whole system, it's like this one big integrated thing, and to uh, and to upgrade three G to something newer means taking mm. out like a massive uh, uh, chunk of of the car technology, you know, like a whole big box of stuff and putting a new one in. And they're just, they're not interested in doing that. So can I ask uh, for a question? I, for I have a story about that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I just want to, so when you're saying the remote start feature, you know, so uh, I think I have that on my Highlander, but uh, I don't use it in California. But I think that's the thing where, if it's cold and it's outside that you can be inside and you can press a certain key sequence and the vehicle will start it up and warm up. So, you know, when you go out in the morning, it's not frozen cold. It goes in, you know, is that the feature we're talking about? We're not talking about just having a wireless key fob in your pocket and pressing the start button and starting the vehicle. Are we? Yes. That's it. That's yes, but, remote start. Yeah. That's what remote start is. It's on your key yeah. fob. Oh, I almost, I almost, ex, you know, spoke an expletive, but uh, you know, <laughs> family-rated show. And I agree. I training yourself that you know, you know, all this three G, all this radio stuff—that's beyond their control. But to do that to their customers, that's uh, you know, they're asking. You know, that's oh. that's oh. such a that's such an effing you know in your face bad you know relationship thing that uh it's another oh, dent to toyota as a vendor the, the big part or, or the big problem for me with this no the salt in the wound for me with this is <laughs> that toyota didn't make it clear like really obviously right. clear to its to its customers that the remote start was a subscription thing that they get on a trial basis for three years and uh and so it a lot of these people just didn't know. Now, if you're someone that read through well, how all the, hell the do documentation, you, how the hell do yeah, you, you knew, this? but but that's a big ask for most car owners. Well, so you know, but I, I think even if one it, day your car doesn't start, 
Is that is that the side so effect? You have to get in the car to start it. Yeah, it'll start. Yeah. Oh, you get in the car to start it? Okay, that doesn't bother Yeah, you have to get in the car to start it, like yeah, an but animal. you live in California. Um, I, Mark, I understand. What, what I, situation are you actually thinking about? Um, you know, I, 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 I think mean, like like Tip O'Neill, and that's somebody you know, maybe half this panel remembers. Tip O'Neill used to say, "You know, all politics is local." So, all I care about is when I sit in the car that it starts. I don't care about starting it from you know forty feet away. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Coinbase. For a limited time, new users can get ten dollars in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at Coinbase.com/MacVoices. Do you identify as crypto curious? If you've thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency, but felt a little overwhelmed, Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell simple. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. With support for the most popular digital currencies on the market, they make them accessible to everyone. And with portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app, You have the option to trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place, wherever you are. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at Coinbase.com slash MacVoices. Sign up at Coinbase.com slash MacVoices for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's Coinbase.com slash MacVoices. Why are you sitting on the sidelines? Get started with crypto today at coinbase.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Coinbase for their support of macvoices. Today's edition of macvoices is supported by Truebill. Get control of your subscriptions at truebill.com slash macvoices. What do you spend on subscriptions each month? Most of us think we spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, but we actually spend closer to $200 every single month. What is more interesting is how many of those subscriptions that you've forgotten about. So the charges rack up each month. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or simply forgot about. On average, people are saving thousands a year with Truebill. Truebill lets you see all your subscriptions in one place, so you can keep the ones you want and cancel the ones you don't, right from the app. Be like Matthew B., who said that in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the first year on my DirecTV bill and saved $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill. Start canceling your unused subscriptions at Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Go right now, Truebill.com slash MacVoices, T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash MacVoices. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to Truebill for their support of Mac Voices. But I, yeah. I, you know, I think part of what you know makes people angry about this is clearly the car, you know, still has the capability to do this. Right. It's 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 you know, so Toyota is you know purposely disabling something that the car could do, like you know, through software. So I, you know, I I, I think that. You know, I mean, it's not costing, you know, you've already, people think they've already paid for it. Right. You know, they have the, the equipment in their car and, you know, why do I have to pay for something that I already paid for? Um, now, going back to the the 3G, 4G thing, I believe for Toyota, cars as recent as 2018 are, are going to have this problem. That's not that long ago. 
And it sure seems like people, you know, designing cars to be sold in 2018 could have anticipated that 3G was going to be sunsetted. I'm sure that was known at the time. So that's a pretty egregious. And apparently there are some other manufacturers that were selling 3G cars even this year. Uh, however, however, those, you know, maybe can be updated um, on, on your um, uh, you, you mentioned, you know, everything in a big box. I have a story about that. I have a 2006 Prius, um, which I've had since new um, and I still like it and I've mostly liked it, but I do have this one kind of story about it. So when it had like 38,000 miles, so 2000 miles out of warranty, the maps started stopped working and this was before you know maps were on phones and everything and so that was like i was like ah and i went to the toyota and they said it was going to be fifty two hundred dollars to crap. fix that um and it was just what you said that you know like you know the, the there was an error message that indicated that there was a problem with the lens on the DVD because this was when, you know, the map information was on a DVD disc. And, you know, I was thinking maybe the DVD disc had gone bad, but it was, no, it was the drive. And it was, you know, in this thing under my seat. And the only way to, you know, there was, no, and you know, that DVD drive, like even in, this was what, 2008, probably or nine, because it was three years uh, after I bought the car. So, you know, that that drive is like $10, right? Even Even at that time. Well, of course, you know, that's getting close to the end of DVDs, but you couldn't replace just the $10 component that you had to replace the $5,200 component. And oh. they they told me like, well, go across the street to Beach Auto Sound and, you know, they'll sell you, a, a, you know, a third party new map. And I'm like, really? And so, you know, I did go over there and they were like, this other place, like instead of trying to sell me one, they're like, that's unacceptable. Go back to Toyota. And, you know, and tell them, you know, you, you can't do that to, they, they can't do that to you. And so I did go back and talk to, I guess I talked to the service manager and he was like, yeah, that's, so eventually Toyota did replace it. And I only paid a like $90 labor charge, but it took like six to eight weeks. And somebody from Toyota actually came and looked at my car. Um, you know, it was a big deal, but uh, yeah, so they do cramp, but, but yeah, that, that's something that I think, you know, seems like the wireless module, you know, in any car, you know, should be in the last 10 years, at least that ought to be a little module that, it's you know, you, you could take you off and, you know, when a new kind of connectivity comes in, you ought to be able to, you know, that that's the way that should be designed. Uh, that's you very, you know, customer hostile that you're going to, you know, and an environmentally hostile and what you know, you're saying, well, this whole, I mean, the car still works, but you know, but whatever, whatever is involved with, you know, the connectivity or, you know, maybe I should be able to use my phone connectivity and, you know, link to my phone and, you know, let it do its thing that way. But, you know, that, that's not really a very um, acceptable way to conduct business. I, I think. Jim, the thing is, the thing is, there are a lot of people out there who would just say, oh, okay, here's $5,200, fix my car. And Do you think there's a lot of people that would uh, 
that are Prius owners. The, no. the car, the car was uh, twenty eight thousand dollars three years but, earlier. I'm I'm talking about in general. There are a lot of people who will just take whatever it is that the car manufacturer says and says, well, it's going to cost X amount of dollars, X amount of thousands of dollars to fix this issue. And they won't even question it. They'll just say, oh, okay, here's the money. Go ahead and fix my problem. And how much the part costs and how much labor is to replace that part doesn't even matter. They're just going to, they're just going to suck it up and they're going to take it. You, you must hang out with different people than I hang out with. I, you know, I don't think I know anybody that would, and, you know, and this was argue. Huh? People generally don't want to argue about a lot of these things. They're willing to listen to the experts and the experts are telling them it's going to cost them this money to fix it, especially if it's out of warranty. Well, I think people would just say, I'm not going to use a map anymore. I mean, the car still worked, just had no map. And I guess that's the part that bothers me a little bit, Guy. Yeah. It feels like this is taking advantage, you know, because I think you're it right. The, quest, the question I've had is there are plenty of third-party remote start op- options out there that can be put on just about anything. So is that an option for these folks just to tell Toyota to take a hike and install yeah. one of those? Not David, always, do you want- because yeah. this is what I found. I Because I, I look at various cars because I like cars. and. I will not accept a car now that doesn't have CarPlay. So the first thing I do when I start looking at a car is I go over to crutchfield.com and I look to see if the car doesn't have CarPlay built into it, what units do they have that will work with the car? And on a lot of the cars that are being made now, you can't replace the infotainment system without affecting other bits and pieces of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's I. I looked into that. I, I mean, I have a Dodge Charger, and yeah. the uh, the I'm I'm ironically that this this article com, comes up, and I was at the dealership this morning because uh, two things I had problems with, and not saying our 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 car our car problem was here, but it'll spin back to this article. Um, the the head unit has been doing nothing but rebooting, like you know, it's a computer, and yeah, I saw it do that, and and you know, guy, you've been in my car, so you know, uh, yeah. it's it's. Uh, it's been rebooting. It basically freezes up. You touch the screen, then 10, 10 or 15 seconds later, it shuts down and restarts. And I'd be some times that it go four times before I, it finally fixes itself. So had that had you replaced once now they're telling me it has to be replaced again. And luckily it's under warranty. So it's not costing me anything. So, but to go back to the, to the, to, to the issue at hand here with this, this story, um, it is saying that it's the Wi-Fi and LTE way to remote start. That's why I got confused at first saying that the fact that it's going to remote start over a Wi-Fi uh, or LTE signal and I don't know how practical that is in the sense of, you know, if you're, you're nearby to the vehicle, I have remote start on my car too. And I can be inside my house and not too far away. I could be in my at work and I'm up one flight of stairs and I can push the remote start and it will start the car. No problem. Um, and it's not that far away. Um, I was having problems with the key fobs, uh, because it was saying that key fob not detected and it's sitting in my hand, which you know, you, you sit there and make that makes no, absolutely no sense. Funny, the guy, the, the the it was actually the actual mechanic comes out and tells me, you know, the, when did you get those 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 windows tinted? And I'm like, uh, it came with the car. That's how I got him. He seems to think that the radio frequency of the of the key fobs was being affected by the tint in the windows. And I just I just found that bizarre. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I didn't I didn't want to challenge him. I said, you know, that that seems kind of strange. So then he came back and says, oh, you know what? I because I replaced both. I have two key fobs. I replaced the you know the, the standard pancake 20, 20 32 battery. It's in there, and 
it was happening with both fobs. So it just didn't make any sense to me. So he says that there was some of the, the battery terms weren't exactly touching really good to make sure that it made a, a, a connection. Well, th this car also has the, 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 the trick where you can take the key fob itself and just use it to push the button and to start the car. And it starts the car because it, it, it has something built in to the fob that, allows it to know that you can start the car even though it's not recognizing it because they've got something built in with the chip uh in in the fob that allows it to do it but yeah again i, I agree with this whole article the fact that this is this is absurd especially you gave three three years of free service to 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 a, a owner i would be really extremely frustrated i'm at the same uh, model year two of 2018 so three years um but is it it isn't fair. I just don't see Toyota's going to, and Toyota's a big car manufacturer. I mean, they stay there. Are, there are millions and millions of Toyota cars out there, especially Camry's is probably one of the most popular vehicle out there. And the mm -hmm. RAV4 and, and, you know, uh, and others on this panel probably have Toyota too. And uh, yeah, it just is, it doesn't make any sense to me that, that this is a subscription model now for something as silly as remote starting a car. So that, like Mark said, he's in California. You probably aren't going to do that. You don't do that too very often on your vehicle because you're in, in a warm, warm climate. Well, I would hear because, and I think many of us there who live in a colder climates that, yeah, it's nice. I can start the car and go walk up to it. And then it's, it's, it's nice and heated when I get there. And, you know, it turns on my heated, my heated steering wheel and my heated seat and I'm ready to be warm when I, when I, when I'm ready to go, you know, go on my, on my way. So, I, you know, I assume this feature is only on higher end vehicles, probably 40, $50,000 vehicles. So this, it seems like a really odd decision because, you know, how many customers are going to decide I'm never buying a Toyota again, the rest of my life. And, um, and they're the customers that are buying high end, you know, higher end cars that are the most profitable. So it, this seems like Toyota just shooting themselves in the foot, you know, for a few hundred dollars, you know, a couple hundred dollars in, yeah, over the in, life. in, in, in revenue. It's like $80 a year. Um, they're trading $80 for losing the next $50,000 car sale. That's nuts. Well, the only so thing I, I want to point it, out. Go ahead, Mark. And then Kelly. Yeah. So just listening to uh, to Warren talking about his Tesla when all the everything is subscription upgrades, and Jim talking about you know Toyota and there's you know no upgrade path. I'm just wondering if this is not a result of different worldviews. You know where you know the auto company is okay. It's one thing. It goes out and that's it. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, and uh, you know in the computer, you know people ex you know. People expect, you know, that there are certain amount of upgrade capabilities, certainly in software, uh, if not ability to upgrade, you know, hardware options. Um, so is this just not we're seeing maybe the end of the traditional automotive mindset era and you know, the idea that, you know, as cars become electric going forward, it's a different mind shift in terms of thinking about them. Because I listened to Warren and on one hand, yes, you know, I I feel your pain about all the nickel and diming you do for every single option you have to pay you know more money for. Um, that it's a subscription instead of a one-time charge fee seems a little bit odd, but you know that's the whole nature of uh, software nowadays. But I mean, again, I think it's really a difference of again to uh, you know I had to snigger a little bit you know when uh, uh, 
uh, oh, Mr. Mike, he's not here, was making his point about uh, when Guy was making his point about, you know, oh, people just gladly pay it. And I think that's sort of the traditional car model of uh, of doing things and sort of, you know, as things become more and more of a platform and features are unlocked and enabled by software, I don't think people are going to buy it. Now, this may, this may take 25 years for this you know, sort of, you know, thinking to evolve its way through. But, you know, I think uh, clearly that uh, if you think of a car as the platform and all the, you know, slick functionality comes, you know, from software, uh, I don't think people will tolerate this idea that, oh, you know, you know, I paid, you know, Jim's point, you know, I, you know, I paid, uh, you know, $48,000 for this vehicle. And, you know, after three years, I can't, you know, I can't, un I can't remote start it. I have to go out and freeze my butt, you know, or pay the money. You know, it's just, you know, I think that's just, you know, really short-sighted, but um uh, again, I think it's maybe my personal opinion is probably embedded in the traditional automotive uh, mindset of, you know, they take what we give them. And uh, if they don't like it, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, let them buy something else, which they won't because they like our cars more than the others. So back to somebody yeah. else. Kelly, you've been waiting patiently. Jump in. Well, first of all, I don't know how, um, I mean, I feel like Toyota's position on this is wrong footed on like every front, uh, because mostly because they didn't do a good job of communicating it up front. If they had just set it up front, then it would have been like Warren's car and people have gone, Oh, so this is like when you buy a Tesla and you have to subscribe to the different other things that you want. Okay. And I think half the, at least half the problem with this is the optics of surprise. Your remote start has a time bomb. Second of all, Mark should absolutely be using remote start because it doesn't just turn on the heat. You guys, it will turn on the AC. I have a friend who has remote start that is bought and paid for, which is not a subscription. And when it was 120 degrees in Portland, it was really nice for him to hit the button a couple of minutes ahead of time. And when we went out to the car, it was only 100 degrees inside. It was so much nicer. So I had to get a sweater. So <laughs> part of the like part of the problem with this is just that it looks terrible for Toyota to be doing this the way they're doing it, because obviously they're not the only people they're not the only car company doing a subscription like this. But I feel like this is part of a larger issue, which is that a lot of the software that auto companies have made for a lot of years had basically nothing to do with the people who drove the car. So they had to build software so that the right light went on or so that the sensors would tell you about the tire pressure correctly or the oil pressure monitor is able to you know make the the idiot light on the dashboard come on or whatever and they had to be able to do all of that stuff but none of it mat none of that was stuff that people had to interact with so like the car that i drive for example um the bluetooth in it has the Bluetooth in it, there's no way to update it. I have talked to a number of people at the manufacturer who have all told me there's. it's not like this is a thing that gets updated. And every time I get a new phone, that stereo hates my phone in a new and interesting and pissing me off way. And I don't know why. And I don't know how. And basically, all I can do is every few months, unpair it, pair it again, open dice by pcalc and roll them dice and see if it's happy now and the answer is always 
Ha ha, Kelly. No. So part of the problem is that they're not used to having to do things that ever involve people. And like, they're not software companies. I mean, that should be obvious by for, to anyone who's ever tried to actually use an infotainment system in most <laughs> automobiles. Like there's no, there's no UI person, UX person who gets to look at that and go, yes, that is the thing that you should ship to people. I just don't believe that happens. If you are that person, please send email. I look forward to your letters because I really want to know what goes into making something like that head out the door. So I find it frustrating. And part of that is because people are generally not buying a car every three years. Like if people only ever leased a car or, you know, that car payment worked like a phone and you made that payment every month. And then every October you went and got a new car from the from Toyota, the same way you go get a new phone from AT&T every October. Maybe that would be a different story, but that's not what's happening. And I think that's part of what makes this frustrating is like, if you bought a car, a lot of people are buying those for five years, 10 years, you know, it might be longer now, thanks to, you know, the ability to get a new car, even if you want one and could afford it. And we're happy to pay the subscription. Good friggin' luck getting your hands on Toyota, you know, anything that isn't, that doesn't, you know, to Chuck's point, that doesn't come with an eight track player. So <laughs> I know that's not what you said, Chuck, but you mentioned one earlier and you know, and they did used to come in cars. It's a thing. Ask your parents. So part, I think really the issue is optics, but I also think it's, it can be, it's frustrating because this is one of those consumer experiences that a lot of places I don't think are spending a lot of time trying to make be a good experience. And maybe they should, because if the Toyota thing was a good experience, then, you know, maybe I would consider like, okay, I can only remote start for three years before I have to pay for it or before I just decide to give it up altogether. But in reality, like knowing that they want me to pay for something that they already gave me is basically just going to make me buy something else. The panel will be back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk more about Toyota's decision to go subscription on remote start, Apple's CarPlay, and then we look into the log for shell issue. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page, and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.